Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Game Train Podcast. I am Callan Davison and not joining me this week is Carl Smith. He is busy with moving house at the moment. So instead, we've got a fill-in co-host, Mrs. Lilante. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Yes, yes, I am definitely not Carl. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not welcome Carl. Welcome to Welcome to Game Train. Welcome, welcome aboard. It's great to have you here. Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at Borderlands Three. We're going to be discussing some games we've been playing. Yeah. Of course, our lame love and hype trains. But first, let's get into the news. <laughs> A, another PlayStation State of Play has been announced. It will be on the Wednesday, the 25th of September at 6am. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because it looks like there's going to be a lot of Last of Us 2 news. So I'm expecting release date, story footage, etc., etc. So I'm very excited for this one. At least, at least 6am is more doable than, you know, the usual 2am in the morning trying to get international broadcasting yeah so. yeah it's just weird how all these things just drop at random times like <laughs> yeah like the nintendo ones are all over the shop as well like sometimes it's 11 p.m sometimes it's 6 a.m it's like mm. Mm. terminator resistance has been announced it is a first person shooter coming out the 15th of november this year and it story revolves around 30 years after the whole Judgment Day thing from Terminator 2. So, yeah, it was a sort of a left-field announcement today. Mm. But, um, yeah, well, I don't know if I'll uh, jump into that or not. Yeah, well, he did say I'll be back, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of, you know, they, they gave that big spoiler out years ago. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those John Wick fans out there, John Wick Hex is coming out on October 8 on PC. Yeah. It is a strategy game where you pretty much, it seems you put in all these like different commands in, like you plan out your attack around the map and then you hit go and it sort of executes the whole thing in one, one sort of motion. So yeah, it should be an interesting one and that's coming out for, yeah, as I said, on PC. So it would have been cool on the Switch or something, but hey. <laughs> maybe one day. I mean, the Switch is May getting a lot of cool things. It is. It is getting a lot of very cool things. Uh, also, it's been announced that Final Fantasy VII Remake will have a classic battle mode. So for your for you Final Fantasy VII purists out there that can't get past your turn-based, menu-based combat, <laughs> good news for you! Da -da -da. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. And also in other news, this is a bit of a strange one, Colonel Sanders Dating Simulator has been announced. That's right, it's called I Love You Colonel Sanders. And it is coming out on September 24th. So for those who love a finger-licking good time, jump on in. Come and get your Colonel Sanders finger-licking dating sim. <laughs> yes, yes. So I have no idea what this game's about, but it sounds like it's something right up Carl's alley. Like, I know he loves his chicken. <laughs> Well, I will be playing this. I love me a good dating sim, and who else wants to get down and dirty with the uh, good old Colonel Sanders? <laughs> I've been trying to convince Carl to get, what was that, um, that daddy one? Oh, Dream Daddy. Uh, Dream Daddy? Yeah, yeah, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't buy into it, though. What? That is, like, <laughs> yeah. the best dating sim of our generation. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, that's the news for this week. So let's roll into the games we have been playing this week. Mrs. L, would you like to kick us off here? Yeah, well, I did the absolute unthinkable this week and uh, went out to my local Harvey Norman shop and was disappointed when they wouldn't give me a HTC Vive for $800. But then I went to J uh, EB Games and I bought a HTV Vive there. Uh <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that was a great impulse pur purchase. Um, so I have finally gotten into the uh, love of Beat Saber and everything that comes oh, with it. <laughs> yes. How are you going with that? Uh, well, my arms hurt a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And muscles in my body that I never thought existed hurt. 
Um, yeah. But I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I don't know. There's just something super therapeutic about just like disappearing into a different world and just smashing blocks with invisible lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like, oh, I've got on the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and sadly, can't get custom songs on there. <gasps> um, so I'm super jelly of that because, yeah, there's some great songs that I'd love to sort of get down to. But um, it's so much fun. It is just really, really cool. And it's a great way of doing some exercise as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had um, I had a heap of people recommend the, the vibe to me over all the other ones. So I do not regret my purchase at all. So what advantages does the vibe have over other VR sets? Do you feel? Uh, so I was, so the main, <laughs> the main advantage for me is you can buy a HD vibe in store. You don't have to buy it online and wait two mm-hmm. weeks for it to come from America. That was <laughs> the big buying selling point, uh, mm-hmm. versus the Oculus. Um, yep. And there was something about um, the lighthouses um, for the HD Vive were res- respond better than the Oculus do. All right. So with setting up this one, you got to set up things all around the room for it, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So you have two lighthouses di- diagonally across the room, and they're wall mounted for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the, yeah, that's it. You can have a sitting, you can have a standing, or you can have a room set up. Um, so depending on how big your space is, a lot of people say, my place is too small for VR, but I have a tiny, like, turning around looking now at my space. <laughs> my space ain't that big, but uh, I I'm, I can do Beat Saber. I don't have to move my legs. <laughs> nice, nice. Have you played anything else on it other than uh, Beat Saber? So I actually have incredible motion sickness. Um, oh. And I've played the PSVR before, and we've tried a couple of games, like some shooty games, and... If I'm not walking and I move, I get incredibly un- un- unwell. And people said, oh, the vibe's going to be great because it's higher refresh rate and it'll make you less sick and everything. So I was like, sure, let's do that. And my wife says, how about you jump into Subnautica? I'm like, oh, oh I guess that would be really pretty. And so I, I get in and I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure about this. And she's like, get into the prawn suit and go for a swim. <laughs> So I get into the prawn suit and, like, I'm so far underground that I've got underground oceans and stuff and I'm, like, just jumping around and, like, nah, fucking can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's pretty. If I just stand still and look around, I'm good. But just the moving was like, uh, nah, I do not like. Um, Wow. So I think I'm going to be stuck with standing or sitting VR games, unless I yep. somehow manage to fix my motion sickness, but um, mm-hmm. I am okay with that. I'm okay paying a thousand dollars to just play Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> it is. See, I get a bit funny with VR myself. Like I on the PSVR, I tried this luge one where you're on a luge going down oh, yeah. a hill. Couldn't do it for more than five seconds. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but um, yeah, Beat Saber's fine. Um, Astrobot, where you follow a little robot around, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Everybody loves golf, which is fantastic. Okay. I'm fine with. Um, I don't know that. if that one's is is that on um, oh, HTC Vive. No idea if it's on PC. Um, because it is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's probably my second favorite VR game. Everybody's golf. Uh, yeah, everybody loves golf or something. It's called. Okay, excellent. I'll have a look at that. Yeah, um, because you're not walking around or anything. You you legit just swing your golf club, hit the ball, and, and then, then it, you yeah, know, yeah. So yeah. I have done I've done VR in real life too. So at um, Movie World on the Gold Coast, they have mm-hmm. the Joker coaster, and you can pay okay. five bucks to put a, a VR headset on, and then you ride the roller coaster in VR. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I thought it would be terrifying. I actually did it with Andrew's um, girlfriend, Shay. Yeah. Um, So we went on it together, and it was so fucking amazing. (laughs) Like, because it's the Joker's coaster, so you're sitting in the the chair with the VR on, and in VR you're like a convict, like a test subject, strapped to a a, uh, medical chair. And the Joker oh, comes no. in and, and like in 
like injects you with like some weird gas and then you yeah. then you get really high and start like levitating through the to through the ceiling which is when you're going up the roller coaster you know clickety 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 you're you're flying like getting high up into the ceiling and going through this building and then Batman comes to save you and Joker pushes you over the edge just as you start oh. to fall and then you're like flying like falling down and uh, like um Mr. Freeze comes along and freezes a path and you, like, swing along the path that Dr. Freeze has put on and there's, like, some wow. Godzilla thing that you end up, like, flooping around. Oh, it was really fucking cool. <laughs> wow, okay. Not not motion wow. sick at all either, mind you, so <laughs> I don't know how yeah, that so, works. So you're on, like, a roller coaster with it on your head? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, huh. if you're on Gold Coast and you go to Movie World, I would 100% recommend paying the extra five bucks to get that VR set. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. So let's uh, let's keep moving on. Sorry. Here. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is cool. That's great stuff. Like for, for those VR people that love VR out there. Also, um, randomly, I'll just add in that Kyle checked out this new VR place on the Gold Coast as well, which they're still setting up. He threw up a bunch of photos and stuff onto our Facebook page, and he's got a interview coming out later this week with the guy that runs the place. So, awesome. Yeah, check the space for that. But uh, for, for myself, I've been playing more Final Fantasy XIV because I, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Every time I see you on Discord, you just like your game is just constantly Final Fantasy XIV. Do we even turn it off anymore? I, I don't know. I, I love it so much. I finally got to the end of A Realm Reborn, though. I got oh, through, well done! I got through the horrible 100 that everyone kept going on about, the 100 quests between yes. the normal end and, and Heaven's Oh, my God. It wasn't that bad. Like, there was a couple of quests where I was like, eh. But the majority of it was fine. It just felt like a continuation of what you'd really been doing. There's some cool boss fights. And yeah. the ending... I know. Was I know. epic. It was oh! so good. Like there's 45 minutes of cutscenes, and I was just sitting here with like drinking hand, just like staring at the screen, like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic for Final I Fantasy. Know. I it was know. like, oh, I can't go into details because I don't want to spoil it for no. you. It's so oh. good, but it was, it was brilliantly done. It was. It, I was just like, is. bravo at the end of that, and then. Moving into Heaven's Ward, the um, X-Pack that everyone raves about, oh. straight away you could feel that it was so much more story-focused. There is a mm -hmm. narrator now as well, which was awesome. I just love it. You walk into this new area and just sort of narrates a bit. You know, it just adds mm -hmm. to the scene of it all. Um, the one thing I don't like, they changed a bunch of the voice actors and it's yeah. quite strange at first and I'm like oh I don't know if I like these new voices or not because I've been like with these other characters for like 50 hours or whatever yeah 60 hours and suddenly they've got new voices are you doing uh, Japanese or English uh English yeah yep. yeah I think even the Japanese ones some of them changed too so yeah it was to do with I think they outsourced their audio somewhere else for the expansion so that's why all the mm. voice actors did change but I'm level 53 now and really enjoying yeah. the expansion. The zones are a lot bigger. Yes. Um, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying the story and just the journey you're going on. So, yes. The question, did you cry? <laughs> did you get no. a tear in your eye? Oh, no, not really. No? I was a little oh, sad. I bawled. I oh. bawled because... It was so tense leading up to the climax and I was already yeah. really sad about the decisions that some of the characters had decided to make and uh, yeah. and you just like, oh, man, like, that really sucks and, oh, wow, like, this is super fucking intense. Um, yep. And then the ball drops and everything goes to shit and you're in the middle of, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, what the shit? And then you're like, yeah, and then you're like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it, it was awesome, and I just loved the whole scenes afterwards. All that heading up into Ishgal, etc., cetera, mm. etc. Cetera. Just yeah, just to sort of the um the feel around it. It's it's hard to explain, but it was it was just very very cool. Mm. It was very cool. You're gonna love and, um, um Heaven's Ward. Heaven's Ward is so good. 
Oh, yeah, it's it's slowly starting to build. I'm, I am in, enjoying it a lot so far, though. But, yeah, also the other thing I tried mm-hmm. this week, other than Final Fantasy XIV, I'm just going to touch on this very quickly, um, is Zelda Link's Awakening remake. Oh, yeah, that comes out today. Yes. Yeah, yeah I jumped on midnight last night, <laughs> tried it out. <laughs> yep, couldn't help myself, was just sitting here like a... a kid went for candy pretty much i was just like come on come on come on come on um yeah look it's great so far you know it's, it's your classic zelda Link's awakening uh-huh. but it is gorgeous to look at it is absolutely gorgeous the graphics oh wow and the sound of course those classic zelda themes i was just like oh, i'm so happy to be back into a zelda game again you see i've pre-ordered it but i wasn't sure if i was gonna pick it up so you're saying i should Yes, very much, very much. But I'm not going to go into too much because Carl and I are going to review it on next week's Mm -hmm. episode. But, yes, first impressions, I've really enjoyed it and um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a nice palate cleanser away from Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV. Well, shall we roll into the shout-outs for this week? Sounds good. Okay, well, you've got the floor. Shout yourself out. So, welcome, everybody. I'm Mrs. Lante. <laughs> um I uh I do shit on Twitch. Um I've got a new TV show called Tentacle Time which uh Cal will be joining me on next Thursday at 9 mm-hmm. p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh it's a comedy slash improv game show. Think of whose line is it anyway meets Twitch idiocracy. Um <laughs> It's been lots of fun the last few weeks. Um, so, yeah, if you want to come check that out and uh, cheer on your boy Cal, do that. Um, <laughs> I embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a, a education champion for WomanZ, a community for women and uh, women identifying, which includes uh, non-binary and gender-fluid people. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do writing and articles there, and I will be down at PAX. Woo, Ooh. PAX. <laughs> PAX is the bestest. I know. I never thought I'd be back again. I thought <laughs> last year was my only year, and I was happy with that. But uh, when the when when the media pass came and knocking, I couldn't say no. So I'll, I'll be cool. down there and uh, checking out all the indie games again. Oh yes. And speaking of PAX, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm running a PAX panel this year. As I mentioned last Woo! week, I'm just going to self-promote it again. I'm getting together with the Sega Masters, who are a bunch of guys that ran the Sega Hotline back in the early 90s here in Australia. We're going to be having a chat on stage about all that. So I'm super excited and super nervous, but it should be a lot of fun at the same time. It's so, going to be uh, great. Oh, yes. Your, yeah. your um, interview... Um... On your platform was really good. I enjoyed yeah. that a lot. Oh, Tim Gadler, he's got so many stories. <laughs> hey, like he could just keep talking, talking. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, yes, yeah, like super interesting guys with like interesting viewpoints of what it was like back in the early '90s, and and yeah, um, it should be a lot of fun. So that is on the Saturday at 11 a.m. in the EB Live Theater. Ooh, so fancy. if you at PAX, come along, give us away from the audience. I'll hide. Throw your undies. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it should it should be a lot of fun. Uh, And just quickly, another shout out um, that we do here every week. Uh, Shout out to Gaming Australia, which is a Facebook community on Facebook. Yeah, go check them out. They've started streaming on Mixer, I think now. But yeah, you can find them at facebook.com slash gaming Australia. So go check that out too. Yeah, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah uh, yes, they do. All right. Just like uh, Carl's ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more shout-outs from your end? No, you're all pretty amazing. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so uh, yeah, we mentioned we were going to look at Borderlands Three. So let's roll into that review. Our holy family is going to tear the whole galaxy a new one. Oh, and if there's any vault hunters watching, don't expect mercy. I'm not that kind of god. I'm okay, Borderlands 3, developed by Gearbox and published by 2K, is a first-person looter shooter. The fourth in the series now, I guess, because there was one, mm. two in the pre-sequel. Yeah, I guess technically. Yeah, technically fourth, but kind of third. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a uh, it's a game that was announced earlier this year. Huge marketing push behind it. Everyone got very excited, and it was my first foray into the Borderlands because I'd never played any of the others. What? I know, I know. Carl said the same thing. What? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I have never played any of the others, and people kept telling me to. And I kept putting it off, and then Borderlands 3, I'm like, hey. (laughs) You're right. They did a real heckin' good job on their advertising and marketing and promo. Like, it was everywhere. (laughs) It was. It was. It it was, um, yeah, it's probably one of the biggest marketing pushes I've seen for a game for a while, actually. Yeah. So you play as this uh, vault hunter, and you, uh, I guess, are on these planets, and there's these... Things called vaults, which hold like mysterious secrets and hidden treasures, etc., etc. You can play as uh, one of four different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, each have their own unique abilities and, and looks, etc. So, I went with Flack, who is the Beastmaster. <laughs> Me too. Be- because I wanted a pet. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and my pet's the best boy. <laughs> which pet did you pick? I started with the the one with the gun. I've forgotten his name. Oh, I call him Fuck Monkey. Okay, Fuck Monkey. I started with Fuck Monkey, but then I changed to Angry Doggo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Angry Doggo has been kicking serious ass now. Yeah. I I have the Spider Friend. Oh, yeah. How is Spider Friend? I love Spider Friend. She's so fucking amazing. (laughs) She just, like, spits shit at people. And then if... If there's a like a pool of water and she spits somebody in that water, the entire water gets polluted. Oh, so really? it does, yeah, dots to every other enemy and ally in the pool of water. So Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So strange. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. There's other characters, there is a siren that you can play as who has these mystical powers where she can like pick up guys and and smash them with like magical fists etc etc mm-hmm. there is um mose the mose mose is it? mose 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 the gunner and she is uh she has a mech that she can jump into and you can customize your mech with different weapons etc and then there is zane who is like a oh, i don't know more like a um oh, how do i explain it spec ops style character yeah. i guess because he can sort of, uh, he has a drone that follows him around. He can make a clone of himself. He can put up shields, these sorts of things. So yeah. they've each got their own all different sort of flavor to the characters, which is quite nice. Yeah. We've already been making lots of Evangelion jokes with Mose. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Get the fucking robot, Mose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So have you, have you been playing at co-op? Yes, yes, I've been playing at co-op. So my finger slipped and I accidentally bought two copies of the Super Deluxe. Uh, one for me and one for my wife. Whoopsie. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I just wanted to see how much it was and forgot I had one touch PayPal. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh so how's it been going with co-op? <laughs> it's really good. So um, as somebody who hasn't done a lot of co like if you haven't played Borderlands before, um, the co-op is super intuitive with a drop-in, drop-out system. Um, Mm -hmm. So everything is tied to your character. Uh, So you can take that character into like 20 different games and you keep all your progress, all your guns, all the quests that you've completed. But if you jump into a game and they're ahead of you, then you just keep going on their quest line. If you jump into a game and they're behind you, then you just help them through, through that. Um, so you don't have to, there's not a save file for the game. There's a save file for the character that you choose to play. Um, which is super, super intuitive Mm. when you do have a lot of people that you like to play with. And then sometimes Mm -hmm. somebody can't be there or you just want to play on your own. Um, and they have like an MMO, they have level scaling, um, which is actually a choice in Borderlands three. Um, Oh, okay. You could, with the co-op. Uh, it used to always level scale in uh, Borderlands 1 and 2. Um, so if somebody came in, the environment would scale. Um, so you were all on even playing. Um, but this one you can choose whether or not it scales or not. So that's quite interesting to see. Okay. And and they changed the loot rules slightly. That used yes. to be free-for-all loot for everyone, but now you can have your own loot drop. So you can't have like someone like me who would like run around and grab everyone's stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what loot rules have you been playing on with that? 
Uh, so when I'm with my wife, we just go free for all because we tend to just share everything anyway. Like, yeah, okay. I, I, I love pistols and she uses like snipers and shotguns. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. We just kind of, oh, I've got this. Do you want it? And we'll trade. Um, yeah, okay. But we have one that I've been playing uh, with another friend, Cable. And when we're in that one, we just have our own instance. So everybody gets the gun. Um, a copy of the gun. But if you drop a gun out of your inventory, that is a single gun. If someone picks it up, it's theirs. Okay. All so right. yeah. it's it's only instance loot pickups when it is a gun. Shields, grenades, items, ammo, health are not instance. They're all free for all. It's just okay. the guns when you first um, when they first spawn. Okay, cool. All yeah. right. Because uh, I actually haven't played much with other people. I've been just going solo. Oh, no. All, all by myself, yeah. Because <laughs> Carl hasn't been playing it, and the other guys that we normally play with have already hit level 50 and way into game now. Wow. They, they they sat in a group of four, and I think they just smashed the game in three days. Rude. Yeah. And like, I was <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, look at me, I'm level 14. I log in one day, and everyone's level 50. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing mostly by myself, but I did jump in a, a random game with some randoms the other day, mm-hmm. um, just for a run around and see what it was like. Seemed fine, you know, just other players running around, which was nice. It took a bit of focus off me getting shot at all the time. Yeah. So uh, that's a big advantage of it. The the one thing I love the most about this game is actually the graphics. It Borderlands always had this distinct cell shaded cartoony style to it and again it looks gorgeous for for part three it's a really really cool look and i'm happy that they've like kept it throughout their whole whole series so far so yeah that's one thing i've been quite impressed with yeah i think um a lot of people have been complaining that it's just more of the same thing but at the same time if you're a fan of the series you want more of the same thing (laughs) yeah like that brings into like a whole debate on innovation or keeping the same you know Mm. (sighs) It can go either way, really. Like, you could alienate half your your fan base if you go a completely different direction. Mm. But then if you go, you know, keep doing what you've done, then it's like people will be like, oh, yeah, but you've just done the same thing again. Yeah. I think the best thing about Borderlands 3 is, yes, it is a looter shooter, but like Final Fantasy fourteen, it has a really rich narrative. And mm-hmm. the thing that puts... Like, the thing that makes it innovative is the storyline and how they are actually continuing the story. Because I was a little bit dubious. I'm like, eh, we have the bad guy, we defeated the bad guy, what could possibly go wrong now? Yeah. Um, and instead of just another bad guy, um, which, I mean, there is technically a bad guy, of course, but the narrative is in a different direction than it was before. So I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying um, the narrative that they've put together and the real subtle undertones um, poking fun at society. I really yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> well, the uh, the villains this time around, the Calypso twins, are mm-hmm. sort of like that outrageous sort of like in-your-face, um, I guess, almost over-the-top streamer culture that we've sort of got now, but they mm-hmm. go to like next level, really, of like yeah. smut videos, really. Yep. Of, of what they've been doing. Um, yeah, and, and, and the humour in it, like, people have spoken about the humour. Some of the humour, I'm just like, ah, it's not that great. But I think it's the the real subtle stuff that I, I like you said, poking fun at society and just the little things like that. It's not really the fart jokes that are making me laugh, but it's just the yeah. little little clips here and there from, from other, other references to, to stuff of, like, in the real world. It's quite mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, even the... the- like the idiocracy of the entry sequence where there's just a, um, you know, this is a guy there and he's just scratching his back and then it pans out and he's actually holding somebody else's severed arm to scratch his back. Like, yeah. like that, that's funny. Like that's yeah. super subtle and funny. And then he gets smashed. Like if you haven't seen the other Borderlands, there's always one dude that gets smashed in the opening credits by somebody driving a car. So... <laughs> They've kept that running joke going, which is which is great. So, yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> um, one thing, it, it is a looter shooter, and most of the loot is really guns in this game, mm-hmm. which has been like sort of Borderlands thing along along the way. You know, it's always been about the guns. Um, for me, it was a bit disappointing that you couldn't really fully equip a, a character. You know, like you find new helmets, gloves, boots, like that increase stats, etc. Not just mm. for cosmetics. You know. I've never, like, 
<laughs> I've, been, I, I've played through Borderlands 2 and never once had I thought about fucking armor. <laughs> yeah, Cause, well... Because you just have your shield. Yep, you have your, your shield. Sh- your shield is your armor. Like, And yeah. if you think about it in a post-apocalyptic world where technology reigns supreme... What's the point? And and resources are low. You're not going to have cows and leather to make armor oh, and stuff. Yep. So the, no, the shield enough. makes a bit more sense, but I never actually once thought about that. Oh, it's, it's just you look at other games like, for example, another literature that came out this year, uh, Division 2, how you can mm-hmm. fully out-quick your guy with hats, gloves and all that, and they've all got different sets and, you know, you mix and match and all that. Um, yeah, I, I just kind of like a bit more of that because it gives more variety to loot that drops because it's like every time it's like guns, guns, mm. guns. And you're like, I okay. think there was something ridiculous like a million guns or... A, bil- a billion. A billion? Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to go that far because I was like, now you're just over-exaggerating. You yeah, no, no, that's, like what they, that's what they said in the trailers. <laughs> They're like, we've got guns and a billion of them. It's like, oh, wow, okay then. Yeah. Um, which is but pretty cool. But guns are cool. Oh, like, it is, it is. Like, I've got this one gun... It's because I like pistols, so it's a pistol, and it has, like, a lawnmower motor on it, so whenever I pull it out, it, it like, yanks the lawnmower chain to get it going. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there's, like, lots of guns that have, like, these really cool, interesting animations with the reloading um, and with the getting started and such, so... (laughs) Yeah, nice. Some other issues I have had with the game now, I'm playing on the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had big frame rate issues, like majorly, like frames dropping left, right and centre. The, the game's almost become unplayable at times. Oh, which wow. Is, which was really disappointing. And I've had my Xbox crash on me as well while playing the game, which shouldn't be happening because everything else seems to run fine. Like I, And I don't know what the issue is with this. Um, I had a look online and a lot of other people have been having issues too. It's, it's just like they just didn't optimize the game properly for um, for Xbox One X. And um, yeah. that was really, really disappointing because I had to close the game several times, you know, restart areas. Yeah, it, uh, it took a bit of the sort of polish off the game for me, I feel. Mm. Yeah, as a PC player, I haven't actually experienced any of that, so... You know, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks to know that the consoles aren't getting the same love. Yeah. Uh, have you had any other issues or things you want to add? Mm, no issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I really do like about Borderlands 3 um, versus the other ones is that um, the Children of the Vault and, you know, all the goons mm-hmm. are a variety of shapes, sizes and genders. <laughs> Okay, right. Like, I'm pretty sure Borderlands 2, every single uh, grunt was a male. Oh, okay. I, as I said, I never played 2, so... So, I mean, you know, that was, like, it's not something that was asked for. I don't think it's anything that anybody pointed out. I was just playing through it, and then after about two hours, it clicked, and I was like, huh, that's cool. And then they kept hmm. on going. But I just thought it was worth noting, and it was very interesting that they do have a variety of... Uh, of people to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the enemy variety, like, um, you got, well, there's, like, melee enemies, there's um, brute enemies, you know, everything that you expect. There's robots, etc. as well. The boss fights, actually, that's something we didn't touch on. I've loved the oh, boss fights, actually. They're so good. <laughs> um, the, the first real boss that you fight is, like, this guy, you fight him in this room, there's all these big speakers around the room. Yep. And yep. it's sort of, like... All the speakers got... It's like a disco (laughs) area sort of thing. And all the speakers are going off in different ways. You've got to avoid the sound waves that are coming from the speakers, etc. I just think it was like a really cool fight. Like, it was just like avoid the areas and fight the boss sort of thing. But just the way it was done and portrayed was really, really cool. And I really enjoyed that, actually. Mm. And the gun you get from that is pretty freaking amazing, too. (laughs) Which gun was that? Uh, I think it's like the, the big bass or something. It shoots... It shoots sound waves, balls. Wow, I missed that, I guess. You, you oh, might well. have it, but you probably didn't look at it because it was a pistol. <laughs> oh, oh, I found a gun that shoots burgers. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, what's this? Oh, oh, it's a rocket launcher? Okay, and it shoots burgers. I'm like, oh, alrighty then. There's a gun in Borderlands 2, and you hear about this cursed Bane gun, 
and it's a it's an optional quest and everybody tells you not to do it not to do it not to do it not to do it so as a player what the fuck are you gonna do you do it but yeah, yeah. when you shoot it it has the most high-pitched annoying like And it's loud, and every player in the radius can hear it. So oh, if you use like this gun, perfect gun! Oh my gosh, I'd jump into groups all the time with that thing and just keep shooting it. I'd shoot when there was no enemies around. Like, yeah, that's the sort of player. And then, I'm... and then the gun, like, because the um, the aiming on it just goes all higgledy piggledy. <laughs> yes. So it just flies around and spams things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That so, is cool. I'm hoping there's some troll guns like that <laughs> in Borderlands Well, there's, there's like a yeet gun that goes yeet or some, <laughs> something when you shoot it. or some, Someone was telling me about it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting, yeah, weird stuff like that. Have you found the gun with legs yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, neither have I. Um, that's one they kept showing off in the trailers. Like, we've got guns with legs. I'm like, I must find this gun, but I haven't found that yet. So Yeah, I think there hopefully. was a chicken gun in two as well that just clucked. Did it shoot eggs? No, I just shot bullets, but it just clucked. <laughs> Why Fair not? Enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll start wrapping up this uh, review. What is your score out of 10, your final thoughts on the game? Uh, so as a first-person shooter, as a looter shooter, and as a Borderlands 3 title, I'm going to go with an 8.5 out of 10. Nice. Um, for me, yeah, look, it's a fun looter shooter, but it, you know, for me personally, it wasn't really... I guess I was expecting more things like bigger set pieces and, and things like this, which there wasn't a lot of. It's a lot of, you know, head down the corridor, kill the enemies, move on, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And what really stung me is what I mentioned before was the crashing, the frame rate drops, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Like that really hurt my score on this game. And I'm I'm going to give this a 7.9 out of 10. All right. All right. I think, yeah. I think that's fair considering, like, having issues with your hardware – um, mm. it, it does put a real dampener on the situation, like. Yeah, and it took me out of that zone of playing the game and mm. getting frustrated and just turning off the Xbox and going and doing something else like Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, look, it, it, it's a fun game, and for those that are fans of Borderlands, I do recommend it if you are a fan of the game because you'll probably love this. But, yeah, just for my personal opinion and, and what I've gone through with my constant crashing and frame rate drops and stuff like that, yeah. I've had to mark it down a bit. But yeah, that's uh that was Borderlands 3. I'll take you to the don't forget to like, follow, and obey. We don't have any viewer questions this week, so I've got a big blank spot in my <laughs> in my rundown. Is there anything random you wanna ask? So you're walking through the woods and your phone is dead. By the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia above. What do you do? <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Okay, I'd ask him <laughs> why Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull sucked because that movie <laughs> was rubbish. Um, I'd ask him what Megan Fox is like in person. Yeah. Um, then uh, might jump on uh, Colonel Sanders dating simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you you two will have a great time together. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. So we are nearing the end of this podcast featuring the wonderful Mrs. Lalante. Again, <laughs> thank you for being here and all that. But, you know, we always end off the episodes with the triple trains. So let's get straight into it with the lame train. I'll take you to the Don't forget to like, follow and obey. Okay, Mrs. L, what is your lame train this week? Civilization 6's Battle Royale 
Red Death. Why? That that's what? pretty much it. Why? Why? Why does Civilization Six need to have a battle royale wait, mode? Wait, wait, wait. How does a battle royale mode work in a Civilization game? Because normally it's multiplayer and you're just trying to, you know, beat each other anyway. So and with with the battle royale mode, there's different civilizations. You can be like zombies and robotics and like uh, rebels and all those kind of things. So you still have your civilization. The battle royale part of it is that there is an impending red ring of doom that is encroaching on the world, and you have to move your civilization into the center of it. Oh, also everyone's trying to move there. Yeah, everything is in. What a mess! What a mess of a game. Yeah, like <laughs> civilization's about expanding outwards and yeah. taking. Le you're trying to move. Nah, oh, I don't yeah, know they're, about they're that. They're trying to make it more like. Like, cause it, it would be more like an RTS, like, like it sounds more like I don't know, Command and Conquer to me. Mm -hmm. Like Command and Conquer, getting your armies and then moving them to the place you want to be and setting up your defenses. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's a weird one. I've been looking at it and I'm just like, really? Like, I'm not gonna play it. I mean, if you enjoy that, you you do you, friend. I'm not gonna shame you. I just, eh, it's a bit lame for me. I'll tell you what, you mentioned Battle Royale. Borderlands will probably get a Battle Royale. You just feel it will come. Mm, okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, I want to say, yeah, probably, but at the same time. Hey, if Civilization can get a Battle Royale. <laughs> we just need, like, everybody's golf to become Battle Royale. Yes. Well, um, technically it is, right? Everyone's got to get their ball in the hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to move into the middle there, yeah? Golf. And drop your ball in the hole. <laughs> Golf, the uh, original battle royale. <laughs> um, my lame train this week is frame rate drops in games. I mentioned it in the Borderlands 3 review, but I've had frame rate drops going on in Zelda Link's Awakening, sadly, as well. What the shit? How? Yep. I, I just randomly here and there, just frame rate will drop, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on? Like, On your yeah. Switch. Yeah, on my Switch, and I was playing in docked mode and everything, and um, had some drops, and I'm like, this sucks. This sucks big time. Yeah. Like, you, you're going out, and you're spending 80 bucks on a game or whatever, you know, and you're getting, like, performance issues like this on, on brand new AAA titles. It leaves a bit of a sour ta taste in the mouth. Yeah. So uh, that's my disappointment for this week. Do better. Mm. Do better again. Yes, please do better. All right, let's roll into the love train. Woo. What have you loved this week? Surfetched got announced for Pokemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Farfetch finally got an evolution. I know, and isn't he just the most handsome little buddy ever? Oh, it's so good. So for for those that don't know, a Pokemon in Sword and Shield that's been a classic Pokemon since Red and Blue. Yeah, he Farfetch was back in Red and Blue. Um, finally got an evolution and he's turning into Surfetched. I know. Which and is... the fan art is amazing already. <laughs> uh, I, I do love how they throw those um, little spins on things like bringing back old Pokemon and giving them a new evolution yeah. with that. Area, etc. So yeah, I'm, it's pretty, pretty fun. I, I'm honestly not. I wasn't sure because I've been playing Pokemon for a long time. Like, I'm yep. a 32 year old lady. I've been playing Pokemon for a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, do I really need this one? I just got Let's Go. Still haven't finished Let's Go. Yep. And then Surfetch came out, and I'm like. God fucking damn it. Now I need it. <laughs> oh, what's drawing me into this one, I think, is the whole British theme of it all. Like, I'm a big yeah. fan of London and Britain having lived over there and stuff. So when I saw all that theme going, I'm like, yes, I must have this game now. So, okay. So yeah. if you love that side of thing, you've seen the Poltergeist, right? It's a little, guys. yeah, it's a black tea Pokemon. And it's oh, a little yeah, ghost yeah. in a teapot. Yes, 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 yes. All, oh. all that sort of stuff's great. I just love all the British references. So, yeah. Um, Surfetch, the knight reference of Sir. Yeah. And he's got like a little sword and shield in a way. Oh, like actually, little... Wheezing as well. Wheezing. <laughs> With his little top hat. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, 
this one is great. It's awesome. So I'd love to see him do an Australian one. Oh, fuck like, off. Kangaroos and koalas and... Bogans and thongs. Dingoes. Oh, my and... gosh. Could you imagine, like, a thong Pokemon? Yeah, exactly. With a pair of stubbies on or something. Yeah. Like, oh, there's so much... Oh, a can of VB sitting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or fo- they'd probably go Fosters because yeah. Australia and Fosters. But, yeah. yeah. I feel like um, Weezing's just going to turn around and be like, Capitalism! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, what I love this week is that my plucky ho- co-host Carl finally booked his PAX flights. Oh! Not- so I was worried that he wasn't going to actually go in the end because yeah. he'd been, like, leaving it off, leaving it off. I'm like... He's going to pull out last minute. That's it. It's all over. It'll be just Ooh. me there again. Sad. But no, he booked his PAX flight. So I'm very happy that he's done that. I'm like, yay, Kyle's coming to PAX again. And people, people will get to meet him because I keep talking about Kyle and everyone's like, now, you're just making this guy up. <laughs> he's your imaginary boyfriend. <laughs> you're just putting on two voices on your podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's um, exciting. Good job, yeah, Carl. So, Good job, Yeah, Carl. so I've got him down here for like almost a week, so it should be should be a lot of fun. Going to stay up all night, swapping manly stories. I'm wondering if you're going to make waffles. <laughs> we'll play some Colonel Sanders. <laughs> all right, uh, let's roll into that train that everyone loves, which is the hype train. Hype train. What are you hyped about? What are you excited for? Pax. (laughs) (laughs) That's an easy one, yes. Of course. Why couldn't you be excited for Pax? Yeah, exactly. I know. And like everyone's like, what are you most looking forward to? And to be honest and not cliche at all, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody again. Like, it's just the biggest excuse for. uh, people who have met on online communities to come together and to meet each other and to hang out and have those physical uh, connection. Um, yep. Not sex, but physical <laughs> <laughs> clarification. In, in, per, in person connection. That's it. That's the word yes. I was looking yes. for. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it, like last year, I had such a blast meeting everyone and hanging out and doing bloody escape rooms and. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, um, somehow I managed to land a media pass. Um, so I'll be doing a lot of interviewing and work and meeting people and doing cool stuff. And <laughs> oh, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, that it's, it's all super exciting. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but hey, it'll be fun. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um I'm excited for the PlayStation State of Play. It's been several months since we've seen one now, um, especially with all the Last of Us 2 news that's going to be announced. It's like one of my most anticipated games. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see this release date, what they've got to show. And, and they said they're going to show off some other new games as well. So I'm interested to see what PlayStation have up their sleeve. They have been quiet for several months. They didn't do E3 this year, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see what they they're going to uh, pull out a hat this time to uh, combat Xbox's sort of run at things. Do you think they're going to pull out any new um, information on the new console? No, they already said in their release we won't be talking P- PS5 at all. I'm expecting that news to come out at their own Expo PSX later this year if they do one again. Mm-hmm. Um, or we'll be hearing about it early next year, I, I imagine, with a late 2020 release date. Same mm-hmm. with the Xbox Scarlet, so that's yeah. exciting. Mm. Actually, but some- yeah. Hmm? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say something I forgot to mention earlier was the uh, the change of like E three changing up their their line to be more influencer based. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I guess that's um, part of our lame. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that and I just shook my head. Like, it was always supposed to be, like, an an industry event and it Mm. started to sort of change. I think they should have really kept it proper as an industry event, you know? Um, Because there's there's enough other um, expos around the world. Like, you know, you've got your PAXs, East, West, 
etc. You got Tokyo Game Show, you got Gamescom and all that sort of stuff. I, I felt like E3 was, yeah, that one where everyone does their big announcements. You got all your media, their industry people, they do all their things. I I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As someone but who's I, been there before. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try and go across again next year, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I, I yeah, it's up in the air at the stage. <laughs> But yeah, well, that sort of brings us to the end of this episode. Um, before we uh, we head out of here, please give us your rundown on your channels, where people can find you and see you and all that. Yeah, sure. So listen up, everybody. If you want quality <laughs> content, come down to Mrs. Lante's discount pond. No, I'm kidding. His <laughs> voice change of things amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have not seen anything yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm Mrs. Lalante. I uh, do weird stuff on the internet. Um, I have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Mrs. Lalante, M-I-S-L-L-A-N-T-E. Um, I also am on Twitter and Instagram. Sometimes I finger fruit there, so I don't know. Is that your thing? Um, Maybe. <laughs> I run a uh, game show on Twitch every Thursday night at 9pm Australian Eastern Standard Time uh, called Mrs. Lante's Tentacle Time. Um, and on Fridays uh, at about 8.30 uh, AEST, I'm starting a new segment called... Oh, what should I do? Get Fucked with Mrs. Lalante. Wow. I don't know if that worked. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm going to focus on dating sims and visual novels because I love them. Um, so if you want to see, they'll have to be censored because of Twitch, obviously. But um, I think I'm starting with a game called Lady Killer in a Bind. Absolutely okay. gorgeous game. Great narrative. Um, yeah, really looking forward to playing through that myself. Will uh, you be doing Colonel Sanders dating sim? I will be, but it's not released today. It's released ne- oh, on yeah, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, in a week's so, time or whatever. Yes, yes. Cool. We will be fucking Colonel Sanders next Friday, friends. 27th. <laughs> be there. Bring your nuggies. Actually, oh. I should totally do that. You're the best person ever. I'm just going to have, like, a mukbang of KFC stuff. Oh, yeah, get a big bucket. Get a bucket I'll there. I'll have a and- bucket of chicken while I play the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time they make a chicken reference, I have to eat a nug. <laughs> oh, get a second bucket and wear it as a hat. <laughs> this is great. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter as well, um, Mrs. Lante. Uh, come check me out. But uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome, no problem. Um, thank you very much for joining us here on the on the game train. Uh, yeah. We we appreciate your time for uh, hanging out here, and you know while Kyle moves house, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, You're very all right. Welcome. So, um, thank you so much. We yeah we love having you on here, and we hope to have you on again sometime because that you can bring a lot of definitely be <laughs> Bring a lot of quality banter on. <laughs> um, if you want to find Game Train where you don't already know where we are for whatever reason, you can find us at facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. We're on Instagram at Game Train Podcast. We have a website, www.gametrainpodcast.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. Just search Game Train Podcast. You'll be able to find us. And also on the old Twitter, which I've been using a bit more of late, which is at Game Train Talk. But yeah, anything you want to add before we, uh, we cruise out of the station? Stay moist, everybody. All right. And on that note, this has been Game Train. See ya. (laughs) 